Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon. And we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always. Because if you don't, and the worst happens... War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. We're CPAC live with the war room. I'm tossing Jane. Jane, let's hear, let's see some of the posse. Guys, make some noise! <laughs> Tell us why you came to CPAC today. Because I love the war room and I wanted to be live. <laughs> Guys, how important are fair and free elections? What else is there if we don't have a free election? We've lost the country. Amen. Is Joe Biden an Ill illegitimate president? Do we want Kamala either? Do we need to secure our borders? Step up, Abbott. Step up, buddy. Hold on, let me hear that fire. Fire, Pelosi. Set fire, Pelosi. Okay, that's 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 what the whole CPAC's about. It is fire, Pelosi, save America, save the USA. We're here live. We've got the entire war room posse. Of course, they're a, little, they're a little excited this morning as they should be. We started with Carrie Lake, just an incredible fighter. Bringing in Dave Brad here. Dave, walk us through, particularly, we started with a five-minute cold open of Morning Joe. Yep. The politics, we talked about this last night, the politics of personal destruction. Yep. You saw this personally yep. as a congressman. Sure. Walk us through, what, what do you think the MAGA movement, the Trump movement, America first, what do we have to do to drive to victory in November? Yeah, well, one thing is we got to get our own leadership to support all of the good conservative uh, candidates out there, right? Uh, we'll, we'll put up great candidates. I ran on the Virginia Republican creed, all the principles, smaller federal government, et cetera. And if you actually vote that way against trillion dollar budget deficits, which we had every year, uh, you don't get money from leadership. You don't get committees. You don't get that. So start. Oh, paying. You, you get cut out right away. Oh, you get cut out right away. If oh, you're, if you're yeah. not with the program. Yeah. And people even say, like, uh, do term limits or whatever. That doesn't even work because leadership is involved already at the primary level, right? So they're weeding out. And if you don't commit to vote for a certain person for a speaker, and it's not just that, you're, you're, you're disenfranchising 800,000 American citizen voters per congressman, right? So if instead of winning 70 seats, our leadership team says, we're kind of better off uh, with big money guys only having a 30 uh, member majority. Uh, you're cutting off potentially 40 Congress members that represent 800,000 people each. That's the serious piece uh, of democracy that's missing. And so uh, everybody just start tracking your own uh, your, your own candidates out there and uh, and make sure they're getting the support they need uh, from the party. And, and I'm, I'm just speaking on my own here. Right. I'm not representing any entity or whatever, but that's my personal experience. I got zero money from the party in a very closely contested race uh, that was determined by one percentage point, and I got zip. And you're because the fact that you had not voted along about yeah. how they wanted you to vote. Yeah, I voted against the budget. I, 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 I was a team player on say ninety five percent of the votes, but when it comes down to the trillion, the money, it's always the money. Right? Let's talk about the money right now. Yeah. I had a jobs report today that was right. very impressive, but there's there's a there's a specter out there, and that specter is. Inflation and yeah. inflation is driven, according to you, by this massive increase in the money yeah. supply. Walk people through what you mean by that. How important is it and what can be done to stop it? Yeah, well, just go out uh, and Google right now and get your young people to learn some economics. Google M2 growth, the money supply. So you got to Fred, the, the federal what, Reserve is, what database. is the money supply? The, the money supply, money, uh, you can go Google that definition, but it's basically all the green dollar bills in your pockets and checkable deposits, right? Your banking account, your checking account is the money supply. And then there's different definitions of it, but that's the basic one. And so it's deceptive now, right? We had a very strong jobs report out today. 
and the Fed is supposed to be tightening. But if you if you Google M2 money growth, it's still growing at six percent. So they're not tightening, tightening. Right. They say they are. The, the federal funds rate still only at two and a half. How can they grow the money? When they tell us they're yeah. raising interest rates yeah. to slow things down. Right. They're supposed to be doing quantitative tightening right, right. now. How are they growing the money supply at 6%? Well, they, the Fed is illusory almost by definition, right? Go, you can go read the book, Secrets of the Temple. The Federal Reserve is wrapped in a, uh, in a mystery and shrouded with uh, theological terminology. And that Secrets of the Temple by a Washington Post reporter did a great job laying that out. So they speak in uh, doublespeak. And so they say they're tightening. They're, right, they're bumping up the rate 0.5 or 0.75 a couple times. The Taylor rule suggests the interest rate should be up, up upwards in the 6, 7, 8%. You don't want to do that or you have a great depression because the Fed has so mismanaged the economy over the last 10 years. They kept the federal funds rate at zero for 10 years, favoring Wall Street, hurting you and your savings. Uh, and that's called the uh, Greenspan put. I think our friend, uh, Congressman Norman, come on. Ralph, come on, we got here. Congressman Norman. Let's get him on. Pop, we, we pop got, right, Jane, pop it right in there in the holder. There we go. Hey, everybody give Ralph Norman a round of applause. Congressman, this, come around here and get in the shot. This is one of the most honest uh, congressmen with integrity and a good friend of mine going way back. Welcome Seth, to the show, Ralph. Welcome, welcome to the War Room, South Carolina 5. Talk to us right now about the Biden economy and what folks in South Carolina are saying about what Joe Biden, the Biden regime's done to this nation. First of all, I always, when Dave Brandt's talking and Steve Bannon are talking, I get an education. Um, no, it's uh, the economy is, I'm in the real estate development business. Interest rate, Federal Reserve has raised their rates twice, 75 basis points. Supply issues, I build houses. You can't get a water heater. You can't get supplies delivered. Uh, along with the fact that you can't get people to deliver them because they're paid set home work. Yeah. So the problem we, we face in South Carolina, the 450,000 Californians that are moving to South Carolina. Hold it, stop, stop. Four, how many? 450,000. That's a month. <laughs> no, 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 don't. 450,000 Californians Ex- have, moved, have moved, moved to South Carolina. Not South Carolina, moving all over the country. Yes, yes, to, yes, yes. They're coming yes. to the South, South Steve. Yes, yes. North Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, South Carolina. Yeah. You'll stay. Uh, but no, so We're not uh, going to lose poor Charleston, right? Because Charleston's no, kind of. No, no. Charleston's been kind of come like a mini New York City, right? With the restaurants and all the. Charleston was going to annex California because they found out <laughs> what they get. No, it's a. Uh, inflation is real. For Biden, Joe Biden to say that um, that the recession is not happening yeah. is like defined gravity. Yeah. Uh, transition. Yeah. Transition. Yeah. It's, transition. <laughs> yeah. it's a um, you know it's a, an illusion. It's uh, it's affecting everyday American. That's why we're going to take the house back. Yeah. That's why I hope we'll take the Senate back. And, let's uh, talk. Let's talk about taking the house back. The American people want action, action, action. One of the things we talk about the show is human agency. When we take the house back, and by the way, we got a long, tough road to do that. But let's assume we take the house back. What do you intend? What do you intend to talk to leadership about? Where should be the direction and the drive of the house under Republican leadership, under MAGA leadership? First of all, we can't let it happen. What happened when Paul Ryan was there? Yeah. You can't have the House, the Senate, and the executive branch and not do anything. Power for the sake of power is no good. Yeah. Uh, Stephen takes courage. It's going to take courage to say no. Uh, to the special interest. I mean, y'all know this. Yeah. Uh, what we've got to do is lay out, and we have done that to our leadership. Uh, you got to have a five-year budget or a seven-year budget to balance the budget. Right. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You want to balance the budget over five or seven years, actually get a program that, that, that balances it. That's in writing presented to our leadership as of two weeks ago. How, Congressman Norman, how can that happen? Walk, just walk through the big elements of what you have to do to get there. One, you cannot continue to spend and not go through regular order for, for, for having no debate, no amendments. Uh, Is that how it happens now? That's how it's happening now. What I, name me one bill that we debate now. It comes to the floor, the $1.9 trillion infrastructure package came to the floor, 2,400 pages long. Nobody had a chance to read it, and they voted on it. Now, the $800 billion that uh, Manchin gave away, and Senator gave away, same way. We don't, uh, we don't know what's in Are they going to call the House back to vote? Yeah, on we're coming back. Yeah, we, they, it is. We're coming back. Senate's working this weekend. We're coming back probably Wednesday or Thursday next week. To vote on this mansion. And this thing's another debacle, It's a right? payoff, see? It's a payoff. He's, he caved. Mansion, in the past, has had a spine when it 
when he needed to. But he well, he's, he's afraid he's going to lose the Senate. He's lose his ability. This is a payoff for his donors and the lobbyists. But you know what it does? Look at what it's doing to West Virginia. It's killing the coal industry. Look at the taxes going on. Uh, so, you know, it's a uh, surprising but not surprising in so many ways. I wish we had more leaders with spine uh, that would stand up. But he was our linchpin. He and Senator for a long time. They folded. And uh, this country will pay a price for a long time. If, if you've given that budget, walk us through the other thing you gave leadership in writing. One, you want to balance budget over five years. What else do you guys want to accomplish? Uh Sunset provisions that should have been sunsetted a long time ago has specific regulations that are, are handcuffing our businesses. Uh, we gave them on law and order the funding priorities, which we've got to have the worst, I mean, the, the badass military put back into focus. We've got to get the meanest uh, military guys defending this country to combat a China. Uh, and it's just the, the we got to close the border. we got to finish the wall that Trump, as you know, started off. And uh, for, for that to stop, and there's no other reason for they would. Does do the that. Republican establishment, though, have have the guts to sit there and say we need it, We will hold back appropriations. We will we will fight the uh, the Biden regime in order to do things like secure the border. I mean, really shut the border down and stop this invasion. Do you think you see right now in leadership they're prepared to take it on and do those types of things you have to do to stand up to this the crowd? Well, that's what we're going to. That's what we're going to put before leadership. Now, time will tell. We can't have milk toast candidates. We got to have bold. We got to have bold colors, not pastels. I don't know. Uh, in the past, we have not, but I think now that we lose our country. I mean, where do we go? We lose yeah. America. Where do we go? Yeah, hey, hey, Congressman. Uh, when I was in office, constituents would come up, folks would come up to you and say, "Hey, Dave, say this." And my challenge was like, "Who do I say it to?" How do we help you guys get the word out? This show does a yeah. tremendous job. How do you get the work that the, the mainstream press doesn't cover our issues at all? How do you uh, advise the American people to listen to you guys, the Freedom Caucus, the, the leaders? Same thing Donald Trump did. How did Donald Trump get media attention? He put together, he delivered on his promise. He had made a promise and put together, he delivered on his promise. Right. That's right. the first thing we got to say yeah. we're going to deliver. Yeah. Uh, second thing, we've got to use the social media. Uh, I get on an airplane every week to go to D.C. and, and Charlotte. Yep. Guess what, what I see on the cameras? CNN, MSNBC, right. CBS. Yeah. Uh, right. they're, it's a joke. It's we hard. It's we hard. don't see. It's and, hard. But, no, we've got to we, we got to use every means that Trump did. You know, thank God he's got his own platform now. That he's putting his, yep. his policies forward. We've got to lay it out there, but we've got to make sure what we put out there for the American people we're going to do. Is uh, anyone in the uh, Freedom Caucus or in the in our conference taking a leadership role with respect to the Federal Reserve system going forward? They decimated our economy with zero interest rates for 10 years in a row, created the 0708 bubble, doing it again. Uh, what we, we I think we need to get on that train. Are we, uh, you got any leadership in the house on that one? Warren Davidson has been a big Warren Davidson has been a big uh, proponent of that. Your your idea of abolishing the Federal Reserve. It's are, like you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you on board? Are you yes, on, on board? Yes, I'm on board. People say, well, Ralph, that's never going to happen. Well, if you don't put it forward, right. it's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I think you've got the Davidson. You agree the Fed has way too much control of our economy, which nobody knows about, and they do it independently, right? I mean, they, they, the way they've increased the money supply it's one of the principal problems we have. Yeah. That's one of the things that's driven in inflation, and nobody focuses on it. They have usurped their power, and they've got to be curved back. And the only way to do that is start off with, you know, in the business arena, right, right, right. you yeah. put things he forward. Deal. You, go, you overreach. You, you, you overreach, and then you may have some giveaways. You're signing up for my, for my end of Fed, though. Yeah. I can count on you. Okay, Absolutely. I got Congressman That's a great idea. You like it. I like it, and uh, it makes a lot of sense. And tell me why it doesn't. People can't give you a rationale. What is it? Continue to go the path we've gone? It's right, unbelievable. Right. Congressman, how do people get your social media? How do they follow you? We're Rep Ralph Norman, regular. RepRalphNorman.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And uh, we're looking forward to We've got, there's more hope now. We've got more opportunity now. But we've got to use it. We've got to be, we've got to be substantial. Okay. Thank you all for what you're doing. Congressman Norman of South Carolina, Dave Brad, the War Room Posse. We've got James Zirk out there. Josh going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room. Just a moment. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Go ahead.
know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Welcome back to CPAC War Room Live on the cost of James Urban. Let's meet some of the War Room posse, ma'am. Can you tell me why you came to CPAC today? Steve Bannon and Carrie Lake's victory speech, and just to mingle with a bunch of great conservative people, like minded folks. How excited are you for Carrie Lake to win the state of Arizona? Let me ask you, Paul. How important are free and secure and fair elections? They're very important. I'm a lawyer and filed a lawsuit on free and fair elections, so it is very near and dear to my heart. I got fired for protesting January 6th, so this is personal to me. Wow. How important is grassroots activism? Very important. That's why I'm here today, to support it all, the grassroots and all the people that work hard for us every day. Are you guys excited to see Donald J. Trump? He's going to be in the building. Who are you most excited to see here? Oh my goodness, there's so many, but Bannon's at the top of the list. I'm from Maricopa County, and so I voted for Carrie Lake. And so we, we in Arizona watched everything, and it's just so thrilling what went on there. We're we are thrilled in Arizona. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Have Thank a... you guys for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Put this crowd back here. Some rowdies right over here. Rowdies over here. Very rowdy. What brings you guys to CPAC? I'm here with my son. And, you know, I have four kids. We've got to preserve this country for our children. How important is that young people are involved in all this? Um, I think young people have not been as involved as they should be. And I think that there needs to be more initiative to get more people my age involved in politics. That's why they're important. Very important. Yeah, we have to hear their voice and we have to teach them what um, the Constitution taught in school. Yes. But they're not being taught in school. Do you guys think we need to do away with CRT and radical leftist ideologies? That's right. And these puberty blockers and all those crazy things they want to do to children, our children, without our permission, you know, we've got to stop them. We have to stop them. It's not right. It's not fair. We have to stop them, and we will, because we're fighters, and we're patriots. We've got, we've got, our, we've got God on our side, and that's our leader right there. He's standing right in front of me. That's the man who moves. Yeah, how excited are you to be with Steve Bannon on the war room? Bannon's a rock star. What brings you to CPAC? I'm a Christian and I believe in America first and I want to support Donald J. Trump's team of America first candidates that are kicking ass all over America. Yeah. What do you guys think of rhinos? No, no rhinos. No rhinos? No rhinos. And watch out on Twitter. I had 190,000 hits this week, but it's hard to, it's hard to have that because you have to, if you're conservative, they don't want you on there. So you got to be tricky. What do you guys think of big tech censorship? 
Yeah. I just got banned from TikTok yesterday at 170,000 followers because I was trying to help people with vaccine mandates as a lawyer. So they're terrible. They're terrible. What about you guys further back here? What's bringing you out to CPAC? Hi. Happy to be here. Happy to see Steve and excited about the future. I think it's uh, excited about the future and excited, really excited to see so many young people here and involved and and everybody that's waking up. And this gentleman over here, can you come to the front and show us what your shirt says? Can you tell us about it? This shirt here, if you see what it says, what Biden stands for. When I was walking with this shirt in Florida, 50 people took pictures with me with this particular shirt. So everyone knows. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Steve, I'm sending it back to you. All right, everybody, welcome. Eight. So talk to us about what happened. We had Carrie Lake on here to start this. You had a clean sweep out there with MAGA yeah. candidates with President Trump. Walk us through where Arizona is today, because we started the show. Morning, Mika. Morning, Mika Joe. <laughs> Five-minute beatdown on the people of Arizona, on these, they said, radical candidates. Uh, they called Carrie Lake a rapist of the Bill of Rights. Right? Oh, I, I mean, it was over the top. Yeah. So tell us where the state is right now. So the state took a big step to the right. Um, Every every candidate President Trump endorsed won. Every and candidate. Every candidate. Everyone. Uh, including me, by the way. Right. So I was happy about that. But um, what it does is it, it broke late for like in Kerry's race. Um, some of the others, I mean, like Finchin won by over 100,000 votes. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So you just look at Kerry's one. They still have over 100, I think it's 150,000 votes they're counting, Steve, in Arizona. You, How embarrassing is that? For By the way, a state like Arizona that's getting to be a high-tech state, yeah. right? Another tech node, and particularly with the new bill, bringing semiconductors back. The whole world's watching. It didn't catch anybody's surprise, right? The controversy from 2020. How does the state, Pinal County, we're hearing disastrous results yeah. in there, Maricopa. Yeah. What, what's the problem and how do you fix it? Well, you, the legislature actually introduced legislation that would have fixed a lot of these problems. But what happened is uh, the governor vetoed it. So Why would a Republican governor veto that? You, that's one of the imponderables, uh, Steve. I, I, I don't know what he was thinking, but but there's more to go. And then, then when they actually did another one, we had some Republicans walk away. And, and so it's really close. But I tell you what I think is going to happen is that's going to change because not only is the legislature going to be more red, the color of the red would be deeper. People don't realize this. The we had a legislative vote. Talk about that because the state legislatures with the Supreme Court where it's going, and I know the Republican majorities, a lot of stuff is going to get devolved back to the states, correct? That, that's exactly right. So so in Arizona, you only had a one-vote majority in each House or Senate. So if, if one person walked off, they were empowered. If one Republican walked off, it, it was done. That bill was done. So there's going to be more in each House, just a little bit more, but enough. And, and the ones, the new people that are coming in uh, are going to be more conservative. And so you're going to see some real action. There. And you're right, because that's important. I keep saying, if, if you want the country to be saved, you, members of Congress can slow it down, but it, it gets saved because of state, state action. Yes. State action. Talk to, okay, talk to us about everybody's focused on, you know, 50, 60, 70 seat majority in the House and really setting things right. But we're already hearing from, you know, uh, Ron McDaniel was on TV the other day, said, I think we got four in the bag, right? Does the, the, the leadership want a smaller majority and not a bigger with a lot of more MAGA candidates come in? And what's going to be the action stuff? How are you going to stop the Biden regime, this illegitimate regime, for the things they're doing right now to the country? Well, I, I tend to think that, that uh, my prediction still holds that you get about 20, 20-seated uh, majority. Maybe it's going to be more, but I really want more America first type candidates, right? I want the, I want the, I want the people who are committed to the, you know, the it's just real simple, the Republican party platform. Right. Just, just be committed to that. That's all I ask. And when you come in, we, what our action is items are this. Number one, use the leverage points we have when they do a must pass piece of legislation. We need to be saying, we're not gonna help you pass it until you take out some of the bad crap and you put some of the good stuff back in. Uh, the next thing you do is, is you, in the appropriations process. Zero out bad agencies that are doing bad things. 
reinstate Does the leadership have the guts to do that? Because all of a sudden you're going to be talking about government shutdowns. Biden's going to say, we're not going to do this. Do they have the ability or they have the courage to say, hey, DOJ, we're cutting your budget by two thirds until you get off the American people as domestic terrorists. FBI, zero. Do you have these? Do you have actually the guts in this with these leaders to actually do it? Um, next question, please, Steve. <laughs> Look, here's, here's the problem is 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 I don't know because we haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? We have not seen them use the leverage. Occasionally they'll try to leverage it, but they're they're nipping at the edges. And you have to go to the heart of these issues when you leverage. You have to be willing to let Joe Biden shut down the government because he wants to abuse the American people and we don't want him to. And you have to put it back to him because it will be his decision. And uh, I, I don't know, I don't know. How do you keep, how do you keep in, in this situation passing one and a half trillion dollar deficit discretionary spending budgets without taking a stand? We don't have the ability to pay for it. We can't raise taxes. We can't finance it by selling bonds to the Japanese or the insurance companies or the Chinese anymore. Uh, all we got to do is print money. This is one of the reasons the money supply, this is reason one of the main reasons inflation is around. How do you stop it? you you, you got to stop it by be, being more than 60 of us in Congress that are talking about it the way we talk about it. That's the Freedom Caucus. Yeah. yeah. Is the Freedom Caucus going to be up on top of this and, 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 and acting as a block to make change? I. Or am I, I giving I up so. your playbook? Am I giving up the yeah, playbook right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell them the strategy now, Steve. I mean, I I have a feeling that they see the strategy. But the Freedom Caucus, in my opinion, it has the ability to leverage its, yes. as well. And we have got to stay unified, as a, even in the Freedom Caucus, yes. on on the spending. So so people don't talk about spending anymore. But the reason that we have inflation is exactly what you say: okay. modern monetary theory. And and they kept saying, "Oh, you can just keep printing money." And it won't cause inflation. It turns out they they were wrong. They were liars. And, you, it's, and like it's an embarrassment. And you have Secretary yeah. Yellen saying, "Well, you know, I got it wrong a year ago." And, and and all these guys got it wrong, except for the Freedom Caucus. Let's get the let's get your uh, social media. How they follow uh, follow Doug? We're going to put the burden on Biggs. Biggs is going to be the Freedom Caucus guy here. That's going to actually use the leverage of the Freedom Caucus to set things right. How do people follow you? At, right? at Rep. Andy Biggs. Uh, or at Benny Biggs AZ, um, go to biggs.house.gov and, and you'll, you can find my America First plan on there. Arizona is a deeper red as you sit here today. It's deeper red if we can have a free and fair and transparent election because we will win those seats. 90 what, 95 days from now. Okay, yeah. Congressman, can we give it up for Congressman Biggs? Congressman Andy Biggs. War Room, we're live. We're live at uh, CPAC. Take a short break. Back in a moment. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Okay, welcome back. War Room at CPAC. 
This is a good thing. The, the crowd's not rowdy enough. We're joined by Dr. Brooke Miller. He's head of the United States Cattlemen's Association, a practicing physician, and a hero and a rock star. Also, the one and only John Fredericks. John, give us your assessment of CPAC and Kerry Lake. We started with Kerry Lake today. Five-minute beatdown by Morning Joe. Give us your assessment of CPAC and the big victory in Arizona last night. This is where we turned the corner. This We were on the precipice in Arizona, Steve. That victory has not only invigorated MAGA, it's invigorated America first and got people fired up for action, action, action. But that victory by Kara Lake, Blake Masters sweeping the table in Arizona shows everybody, if you get involved, if you join your precinct, if you get out and do the grassroots, we can turn the corner, take over the party, and win a massive 70 or 80 seat victory in the fall and turn around the country. Carrie Lake was the shot heard around the world in Mega. That's why they're going crazy. Because if she can do it, we can do it. By the way, Morning Joe went after her. They called her a Bill of Rights rapist. I mean, it was a five-minute beatdown. I had Carrie here. I said, you got to see this. You're a pro. You've been doing this for 25 years. Have you seen what they're going to do right now? The focus is going to be on the politics of personal destruction, correct? How do we counter that? Well, we have to, we have to go on offense, right? We can't sit back like Herschel Walker's doing in Georgia and every day take incoming and do nothing. Look, right now, we've got, what, under 90 days right now. And we have to go on offense. There has to be a blueprint for Congress from McCarthy. We still don't even know what they're going to do, right? They're still trying to hang on and win 25 seats or some nonsense. We have, if you look at Carrie Lake, every time they went after her, she doubled down and went on offense. Every single time. Fitchup did the same thing. You do the same thing. You taught Trump to do that. That's why he does it. When we sit back and wait around for the media to define us, we're done. And that's what they're going to do. We have to go on offense. We, we, have to, we have to go on offense and tell people what the Democrats are doing. Here's a perfect example. In this bill that Manchin sold us out on, they're hiring 90,000 IRS agents. They're doubling the size of the agents. They're stocking the IRS with guns and ammo. Why are they doing this? To go after, well, we're going to go after corporations in the, in the Caymans. That's like six people, right? You got 90,000 people. You know why? They're going to be after you. Yeah. They're going to be after you, yeah. Dr. Brooke. Yeah. They're going to be after everybody back there. They're going to weaponize the IRS, use the government to intimidate every single Trump supporter and MAGA supporter in America. And we haven't heard a peep out of Kevin McCarthy or Scalise or any of them. Stuff on nothing. Right. right. Terrible, terrible, terrible. What what when you say doubling down and going on offense, give me an example. What what should what should we do right now in Arizona? What should they do particularly like in Michigan? We got Tudor Dixon, this great team up there. Look, they're gonna tear down Tudor Dixon. They're gonna say she has no experience. They're gonna try to find something she said right here in the RVV. Uh, RAV, they're, they're gonna look she has to go after Whitmer and say, This woman has destroyed your life destroyed your companies, destroyed your children, destroyed schools, and I'm going to fix it. And the media, immediately when they start attacking her, she has to go on offense and attack back. And if we don't do that, we lose. If we do, we keep the upper hand, we are going to win those 80 or 90 seats that you have been advocating for two years. By the way, so I've had a couple of congressmen on today. They say, what we think is going to be 20 or 25 seats. What do you say about that? Because, look, it's the, it's the, it's the expectations game. It's the nonsense you get in Washington. Look, Kevin McCarthy doesn't want 80 or 90 seats because he doesn't, he doesn't want a mega mob going in there. Right, right, right. He doesn't right. want the Freedom Caucus to have outsized influence. They have, so 100, McCarthy, they have 100, 120 people in the Freedom McCarthy Caucus. McCarthy is counting votes for Speaker, not votes for Congress. And so that's and that's that's why they're downplaying it. Then when they get in there, they can throw up their hands and say, oh, we don't have a big enough coalition. We have to govern. We have to govern. That'll be the thing. We have to govern. We have to be bipartisan walk across the aisle, it's going to be the same nonsense. You get 70 or 80 people in there, and it's a MAGA mob. McCarthy's stuck. We've got to do something because, look, the country is on the precipice. Yes. We're hanging by, by yes. a And they're weaponizing every agency of government right now against us. Tell us about the uh, election in Maricopa County. Here we are a year and a half after the debacle in 2020. They still don't have a vote. Kerry Lake's been, been, been called. Kerry Lake's been called the winner, right? But you still don't really have a vote. What is that? Are they trying to? Are they trying to break MAGA? Are they trying to depress MAGA that the elections are never going to be fair? We're going to select people. What's the purpose in back of it? Well, listen. 
they can't win a fair election, so they have to cheat, right? The only the only cheat mechanism is mail out ballots. Yeah, that is that, that is the cornerstone of the fraud. If they can't get mail out ballots, then you have some semblance of a fair election. So you look at Maricopa County now. Two six days later, they're still counting ballots. Problem is, she overwhelmed them. There isn't enough for them to cheat. But the key is Virginia. We covered 95% of the precincts. How did we do that? Because everybody showed up. Everybody showed up. We had poll watchers, election officials. We trained them. We had lawyers on call. We had a hotline. They answered the phone. They couldn't cheat in Virginia. Otherwise, McCollum is governor. Right. Right. That shocked them. Action, action, action. You got to join your local party right now. You got to get involved, be a precinct committee man, be a poll watcher, get trained as an election worker, go to whoscounty.com. That's Cleaner's organization. She'll set you up. If we can repeat Virginia around the nation, we can stop the steal. And if they can't cheat, they get blown out. And they know it. That, by the way, Carrie Lake's going to blow up. I think Carrie Lake's victory is going to be six, eight, ten points with no money. It's yeah. going to be incredible. No money. She got out spent Steve. Ten to one. Ten, ten to one on what you see. Fifteen to one, if you look at the independent expenditures that came in at the end. Fifteen to one. And she blew them out and overwhelmed the system because she stands for something. You have to outvote the fraud. You have to outvote the money. I want to bring in now what everybody tells me is an American hero, Dr. Brooke Miller. You're the head of the, how's a guy in Virginia head of the Cattlemen Association? We're in the great state of Texas. I thought we came to Texas to get the cattlemen. Um, I don't know, just uh, bad luck on my part, I guess. It's what, the United States Cattlemen's Association, by the way. Okay, and what do you guys, and, and t- tell me what the purpose of it is. What do you guys do? Uh, our purpose is to uh, restore the profitability of ranching and, and uh, farming in the United States. Uh, too long we've been dominated by four multinational corporations that control 85% of our protein. Hold it, 85% of the protein is controlled by four multinational corporations. Yeah. Are any of those owned by the Chinese Communist Party? Any of them Chinese? Uh, I think uh, Tyson might be invested. But, uh, two of them are Brazilian owned, uh, and the Batista brothers. How do we How do we allow that to happen? How do we allow the protein in this nation to be controlled by outside forces? Um, Department of Justice allowed mergers and acquisitions. Um, these These companies exert uh, monopolistic practices, run their competition out of business, and now what we have is we have. Uh, a free market that's broken. There's no longer a free market in the cattle business. And that's why we're seeing uh, rising, or one of the reasons why we're seeing rising uh, beef prices in the grocery stores and farmers or ranchers are getting run out of business. What do we have to do to turn that around? And how can the war room, how can the people start to back it up? What are the actions that need to be taken? Well, I, we'd love the Department of Justice to break up the, uh, the cartel. Oh, I'd love that. Um, we have to, um, pe- people have to start voting. And they got to vote uh, because this is a national security uh, uh, crisis. And if we run all of our farmers and ranchers out of business, we'll be dependent on foreign countries for our food, just like we are our oil and our energy right now. And our, our, and our, our, and our chips, chips, chips yeah. everything, everything important. Uh, so, you know, right now I would encourage uh, people to buy local from a farm and a rancher. Um, they're out there. That's, that's one of your sponsors, right? One of the, yes. one of the local guys. Tell yes. us about that. Got to buy local. That's a good, good ranchers, one of our sponsors, go to goodranchers.com slash Godzilla, but they're buying only from U.S. ranchers, only from U.S. ranchers. And one of the things that has been brought out, right, is when the FDA changed the label on the meat in stores, it no longer has to say whether it's, where it's, uh, where it's actually coming from. Well, I, I can, I can comment on that in 2015, uh, Mexico and Canada. Uh, at the behest of our uh, largest trade organization, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, uh, uh, sued the United States and the WTO, stating that uh, country of origin labeling, where you actually had to label your food where it came from, um, was anti-competitive, and they um, basically awarded retaliatory tariffs to Canada and Mexico. And so Congress and Obama uh, just basically folded. To roll over. They rolled over and took it, and... We saw a 40% drop in the live cattle market wow. prices within wow. a week. Wow. Within a week. And since then, we've been losing ranchers and we've been hemorrhaging ranchers and cattlemen. And, you know, there there, there may be a, a, a beef shortage here in the future because it has been so unprofitable for so long. Ranchers and cattlemen cannot withstand any natural disaster, the, the droughts. 
they, they're just selling out. And so prices are going to go up. When we saw with COVID-19, when we saw a couple of big packing plants go offline, uh, the packers said, oh, we can't take your cattle, but we can take them at this price. And our prices were depressed even more. And then they told the grocers, hey, we don't have any beef, but we can sell it to you for this. And so the prices went up and they were making, they, they own these cattle for a week or less. And they were making $2,500 an animal and they wow. sell and they kill hundreds of thousands of animals each day. Wow. Well, let me ask you, by the way, you have a side gig too. You're also a physician. Tell me that everybody says you're a hero, particularly during COVID. Why do people from Dr. Malone, who our audience worships, why does Malone say that you're an American hero? Um, there he is over there asking. <laughs> um, I, I would say probably because he just sees me as a fellow truth warrior. And, you know, like everybody else, when COVID hit, I was like everybody else. I was trying to figure out what was going on, who was at risk. And they, we talked using about science, evidence, data, which yeah. you've been trained as a doctor, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the more and more I saw the narrative that was coming out of uh, the, the public health agencies and I knew it to be false. What do you mean you knew it to be false? Well, you know, when President that's Trump... Pretty, that's pretty hard for, I mean, for a doctor, a physician, the sense to say, you know, from these government agencies, what they're saying is not wrong, not slightly off, but false. What do you mean by that? Well, when they attacked uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, they were saying how, how dangerous they were. And these are two drugs... You didn't that buy used. that? No, I've used these drugs my entire career. And nobody's ever told me they were dangerous. Never had any problems with them. I mean, there's some... There's some, uh, uh, some precautions that you take with hydroxychloroquine, but I would say ivermectin is probably, if not the safest, one of the safest drugs on the face of the earth. Wow. And so you knew immediately, what did you do in your practice to try to turn this around when the government was telling FDA, CDC, everybody's, the wave is against you? Um, well, I had to do it quietly because I was an employed physician. I'm no longer employed. What uh, do you mean? You, what, you walked away from it? Pushed away. Push away but, you know, I'm, 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 my wife and I opened, owned a, uh, opened a, a family practice about a month ago, Miller Family Health and Wellness, and we're busier and happier than we've ever been before. We don't have anybody looking over our shoulder telling us what to do, and we don't have anybody. Nobody's getting between us and our patients. How do people get to you? Is the social media have a website? How do people get to you? Is all uh, word of mouth? Yeah. Well, it's uh, Miller Family Health and Wellness, MillerFamilyHealthAndWellness.com. The, the website's under construction, but we are on Facebook. Pardon me? Substack. Oh yes, yes. And I also uh, that's I also, Dr. Malone here over here. I also goes. write a Substack, um, the Rancher Doctor newsletter. The Rancher Doctor newsletter. Yeah, and, and that's on the Substack. And I, and I wrote a uh, series, a series of five articles on my, you know, basically explains my journey through COVID and how I came to the conclusions that I perfect. Did. We'll get that up. Yeah. Okay, John Frank, you hang around for the next one. Doctor oh, yeah. Doctor Miller, thank you. Doctor Burke Miller, president of the Cattlemen. This issue. This issue about the cattlemen is a big deal. We're gonna get all over it. Let's have a let's have a shout out for the doctor. Warroom <laughs> Posse live from CPAC. Short commercial break. Be back in a moment. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word, PatriotMobile.com, slash Bannon, or call. 972 Patriot. That's 972 P A T R I O T. 972 Patriot. Use the offer code Bannon, B A N N O N, to get the free activation.
If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. We are are live. We We are live at CPAC. We've got the winner of the Arizona primary for governor, Carrie Lake, the Republican nominee for governor in Arizona. Carrie, so t- to t- tough fight, tough fight. Walk us through any closing thoughts on what you just went through because we got to start looking forward. T- talk to us oh about boy. anything about the team, President Trump, the people of Arizona, what you learned about yourself. I'm tougher than I even thought, and I'm tough. <laughs> but I had a what great team. What do you mean team. by that? You are you very know, tough. I, I grew up, you... I'm the youngest of nine children. We grew up, um, we didn't have a lot as far as means, but we had love, and, and my parents taught us how to work hard. We had to work for everything. And that's the kind of work ethic I brought to this. I don't think there was anybody in this country who worked as hard as we did in our team. We crisscrossed the state. I, I started doing four and five events a day or, or uh, meetings and uh, you know in-home meetings, that kind of thing where we gather people together like this. And I thought that was normal. Someone said, Carrie, that's what you do in the last week. So we just kept that momentum and we kept that energy the entire time. A team of people who love Arizona. This is not my victory. It is Arizona's victory. This is truly, the Republican party is the party of we, the people. Going forward, we the people are the Republican Party. And I welcome any Democrat or independent who's tired of what's going on in this world, who's tired of the high gas prices, who is struggling to make ends meet, who's worried about crime, who wants to see our border secure, and who doesn't want their kids getting their hands on fentanyl. I welcome you in to this Republican Party. We want your vote, but more importantly, we want your support as we move forward to save Arizona. And I think when we save Arizona, we save our republic. Amen. Talk, talk to me about, as Governor Lake, what are the two or three things that are top of your priority? What do you feel has to happen to take Arizona to the next level? For starters, we have to secure that border. We have completely let it go. Joe Biden obviously came in and tore back a wonderful policy that President Trump had in place. And we need to get back to that kind of a policy on the border. We're going to finish President Trump's wall on day one. We're going to call it what it is. We're issuing a declaration of invasion. We're going to get our Arizona. You're going to stick with invasion. You're not backing off at all. You're saying, hey, as governor like it's an invasion, I'm going to stop it. You're not going to happy talk this. We've got to call it what it is. We've got to call it what it is. Look at the video. Go to the border. I encourage you, take a look at what's happening on our border. While we're compassionate people, we can't take on the world's poor and the world's troubles. We have to start taking on and caring for the people of Arizona and this country. So we're going to take on our border and we're going to secure it. We're going to do a reform of our elections because we just saw this last few days what's going on. People in Pinal County, Arizona, showed up to vote one hour into the polls being open. They were out of Republican ballots. And they were turned away, many of them. How could that possibly happen? Particularly, the, this was not like, it didn't sneak up on Arizona. This was in the world media, all over the world, BBC, yes. NHK, the Times of London, the Guardian, the Financial Times. Everybody focused on the election in Arizona. How did Katie Hobbs and the election officials of that state 
How did it all collapse? Just complete incompetence. I mean, we, we've seen it before. This isn't the first election that was botched and and full of issues. And, and we're going to deal with those issues. Democrats want this. Independents want it. And so do Republicans. If you look at, at polling on what people care about, they care about our elections. And this is everybody. Nobody wants to show up at the at the polling place and be told there's no ballots for you. By the way, whether you're Democrat, independent or Republican, it doesn't Absolutely. matter, right? It's gotta be right for everybody. A lot of the independents were turned away. They wanted the Republican ballot. They ran out of Republican ballots one hour into voting on election day. So we just and need Governor to make sure- Lake, you're gonna, you're gonna clear, you're gonna change it with Fincham, your team yes, is gonna change that. We're gonna do it. And you know, this is why America First candidates won. We're talking about the issues that Arizona cares about. I'm out there every day talking to Arizonans. Mika, is not out there talking to Arizonans, and she's probably not talking to many Americans. I know the issues that people are worried about and concerned about, and we can solve these problems. America first, America first policies will help us get through these problems. We saw it with President Trump, and I wanna send, I don't know if he's watching, but a big thank you to President Trump. He supported me early, he endorsed me early. People love President Trump. We miss him and we miss his policies most of all. And so it's his policies that we were riding high. Remember just a few years ago, we were riding high. And 19, the best economy we ever had, particularly working class people, Hispanics. The Hispanic community seems to be quickly coming over to the Republican Party, to MAGA, to, to these policies that have worked for them. How, do, how does that play into your border security? It seems to me the Hispanic working class, particularly in Arizona, this is something that protects them. This is something to make sure we're not flooded with, uh, with uh, low cost labor. So walk us Many through, the, how, what's, your, what's your reach out to the Hispanic community? First of all, the, the Republican Party is such a natural fit for the Latino community because they're all about faith, family, hard work, entrepreneurship. When we have a healthy economy and we have a safe state, it's good for all Arizonans. I don't care what your background is. And that's why they like our policies. That's why they like President Trump's policies. And we're going to continue along those lines. When we have a, a state where your business is healthy, where your children are healthy, where you can have your church open, where you can have your business open without the government interfering, then we're in a better place. And I think we're gonna see more and more people who are Hispanic coming over to the Republican party. We've already been seeing that. We were winning and polling with every group of people. We were winning and polling. They want what America First has to offer. When you talked on the campaign trail, one thing I noticed, you make the family the center of your policies, right? Walk us through that, and particularly the degree that your faith has, has helped you focus on that and make it a centerpiece of your policies? Well, I'm truly here because of God. I mean, when I walked away from my career, I was, I was afraid. I walked away from a massive paycheck, everything I knew. And I really said to God, I am handing my life completely 100% so over pray, to you. So you prayed about this a lot before you made I that did. move? It was, I, was, I was afraid. I mean, can you imagine walking away from everything into the great unknown? How will we feed our family? And I'm telling you, when you turn your life over to God, Did you have an inkling thing. of how nasty and brutal personally it was going to be when you were trying to thinking about that and, and, and praying? No, I didn't think the media would be so awful. I mean, I worked in the media. I figured that they might cover this as a pretty cool story. Wow, somebody walks away and look at they're They're not part of the political scene and they get into politics. And we were up against some behemoths. We were up against the McCain consultants high-priced McCain consultants with 30 and 40 years of experience in their firm, and we beat them. Their heads are still spinning in how we did it. Um, but again, it's worth the fight. If we can't handle a few hits and punches, then, then, then who are we? This is the time to stand up. This is the time to step forward, speak out. And we, we have to stop caring what the media and the radicals on the left say about us. If we get so worried about that, we'll lose our country. And I think the moms and dads of the world are stepping up and saying, not so fast. We, we must leave a better country for our kids. You have the border issue. You have the families. Uh, talk about the economy, particularly talk about the economy to the middle class and the working class in Arizona. A governor lake. What, what, what are you going to do? to thwart what Biden has done and his regime has done to the American economy? It's gonna be hard because inflation is going up at such a fast clip right now, but we're gonna do everything we can to lower taxes, uh, you know, sales tax, property tax, anything we can do there. But again, we're in for a tough road. When we put people like Biden in office, it is destructive to every economy, it's destructive to every family. So we're gonna to work to bring down taxes and fees and anything we can to help 
in any way possible. And then just create a really good environment for jobs and a really good environment for business. We have a lot of jobs in Arizona. We just need to get people trained for those jobs. And that's why our education policy calls for a dual track education. After 10th grade, you decide if you want to take the college route or if you want to get training right there in high school. Let's talk about that. You don't need to go to college. I mean, under President Trump in 19, blue collar workers out uh, did white collar work as far as wage growth. Uh, Non-college graduates were higher than college graduates. That's the Trump economy. Do you think you can help rebuild that in Arizona? We're going to. We're going to. And it has to start with our education. The purpose of educating our kids is to prepare them for the future and for the jobs that are out there so that they can be self-sufficient. And we're not doing a good job of that, but we're going to start doing a good job. And that's after 10th grade. Kids can decide if they want to go and get trade skill training, if they want to get certification, vocational skills, so that right out of high school, they're ready for these jobs, high paying jobs. I was at a Vail School District in Southern Arizona. They have a welding program. They have culinary arts. They're doing this in the high school. Working with your hands right now, you you, you can really punch your ticket. Every kid in their welding program has a job offer when they graduate high school, making between 70 and $100,000 with full benefits. And they have zero college debt. That is what we need to do to get our economy going and to help people with Joe Biden's economy. When you talk about these people, you talk about working class people, the scourge of fentanyl, opioids, drugs. What is Governor Lake going to do about that? Well, we're going to secure the border and take on the cartels. And, and they're going to know that cartels are not welcome. They're not running the show in Arizona anymore. They're going to have to find access through another state. And eventually these other states will get the uh, will get the message that you have to be tough on the border. We have to push back against these narco terrorists is exactly what they are. This is a weapon of mass destruction. It's killing more than 100,000 people a year. And these are young people. And we're not going to allow Arizona. And you're going to stop. You're committed to stop that. Absolutely. I just talked to a a dad about a week and a half ago. His 17-year-old son died, took a pill that was laced with fentanyl. And we can't lose our young people. We can't lose them to this poisoning that's happening. Your grassroots campaign, give people how they now find out on your run actually for the governorship and the Mika and, and, the, and the MSMEC crew can have an easy time of following you. <laughs> Mika, if you want to see where I stand on the issues, because that's what this is about, issues. We want to solve problems for Americans. Go to my website, carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. And if you want to make a donation while you're there, Mika or anybody else, I would appreciate it. We had a brutal um, primary. We spent a lot of money, and we could use some help replenishing the coffers. Gary Lake. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you to the War Room. You guys are doing so much for no. this country. You're, Thank you're, you. You're, you're, you. You are. You've just done an amazing job. Good, it's good luck. It's going to be a grassroots campaign. It starts right here, right now. Carrie Lake's the nominee forward to 8 November. We'll be back. We're going to take a short commercial break. We have one more shout out for Carrie. Yeah. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. 
How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.